Don't answer a fool according to his foolishness, or you'll be like him yourself. Answer a fool according to his foolishness, or he'll become wise in his own eyes. If you practice what we introduced yesterday, reductio ad absurditum, you can show how the fool's line of thinking is reduced down to absurdity. And when you do this, you protect them from becoming wise in their own eyes. Now this wise in their own eyes thing, if you, if you see a little ace and you go like his favorite little hand motion, I taught my family the whole book of Proverbs over the course of like five years. And, uh, and if you go, go like this and like this, uh, Ace will say, "Don't become wise in your own eyes." If you're not, if you're, if you're listening in on podcast, basically make these little guns with your hands, and you make a W, and then you point at your eyes. Asa will say, "Don't be wise in your own eyes." This is consistent with the Book of Romans. Romans one describes how even though we might think ourselves wise, we really become fools. How when we think that we've got it all together, man, that's when we really know the least. Right? The, the, it's a humbling thing to increase in education because the more you learn, the, the more you realize just how little you actually know. In Romans, Paul uses Sodom and Gomorrah as an archetype to demonstrate the futility of abandoning the truth of God for a lie. And how for generations, over and over again, people have been rejecting God and exchanging the truth for a lie. And how that is futile that is self-defeating for god's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth by the way this is also elemental to my case for infant salvation because they don't suppress the truth to get away with unrighteousness since what can be known about god is evident among them because god has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, that is his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen through the creation of the world, being understood through what he has made. As a result, people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their senseless hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, four-footed animals, and reptiles. Therefore, God delivered them over in the desires of their hearts to sexual impurities so that their bodies were degraded among themselves. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served what has been created instead of the creator who is praised forever. Amen. The archetype that Paul describes in Romans 1 of the Sodom and Gomorrah model, that is, abandon the truth of God, embrace a lie, and become, become foolish, even though you think you're wise, is Proverbs 26, verse five fulfilled. If you answer, answer the fool according to his foolishness or he'll become wise in his own eyes, we're in danger when we start thinking we know everything. You can demonstrate the folly of the foolishness by showing things that have been thought certain and then later proven untrue. I'm a 90s kid. I still remember being told to eat a ton of carbs every day. I saw the food pyramid. It was produced by the nation's leading scientists. They said basically eat as much bread and carbs as you possibly can. <laughs> Take it easy on sweets. Don't eat too much protein. And then I've now seen that carb, that, that, that pyramid turned completely upside down. I remember, I'm not that old. I'm 36. I'm, I'm getting there. Give me a few years and I'll be officially old. But I remember being warned about the coming ice age. 
and then about global warming, and now about climate change, and how the world's gonna end, and how killer bees are coming up from Brazil. <laughs> like, I've, I've, I've been through enough doomsday prophecies, and I'm not even that old yet. We can show the, the, the folly of the fools. We can demonstrate to the fool his own folly. There are things that we cannot predict. I grew up in Florida. The giant cone that projects the path of a hurricane is 700 miles wide, and it's never right. <laughs> it's never right. You can't tell me where the hurricane is going to go in 48 hours. Don't try to tell me what the climate of the earth was 65 million years ago. You can't tell me what it's going to be in one hour, man. So demonstrate the foolishness to the fool. And remember, fool does not mean unintelligent. In the Hebrew sense, it means somebody who doesn't know where wisdom comes from. Demonstrate the folly to the fool so he doesn't become wise in his own eyes. When we become wise in our own eyes, we end up just reiterating Romans 1 all over again in a cycle that's been repeating since Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me pray for you. God, it's dangerous for us when we start thinking about how smart we are. It's dangerous for us, God. You've watched us do this over and over again. We once built a tower to our own prowess right after you had poured your wrath out on the earth. God, we once defied you over and over again as the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, and, and we've just been repeating this cycle over and over again. Protect us, God, from becoming wise in our own eyes. Show us, Lord, the foolishness of the fools, and let us lovingly, with gentleness and respect, demonstrate that to our friends who are susceptible to it. They're looking for an authoritative basis for truth, and they'll believe anything that's sent their way, whether it's environmentalism or doomsday prophecies about climate change, whatever it may be. God, help us to demonstrate that to them the inconsistencies of these predictions, the inconsistencies and the foolish outcomes of what was once believed to be certain on a worldview other than your word. Lord, protect our friends from becoming wise in their own eyes. Instead, humble us, O oh God. We humble ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.